Hello, welcome to your boys podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, find us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever digital music is streamed. Today's episode sponsored by Bojangles. Famous chicken and biscuits. Get you a slice today. Uh, I'm. Uh, it's good to be here with you guys once again. Uh, we had some of that white mocha coffee from Starbucks. Uh, Josh has got himself the little garage band app. He's been practicing the drums. Uh, Kay's over here to my left. Batty's on my right. And uh, it's going to be a good night. So uh, thank you all for listening. Amen. Amen, brother. Um, I, I feel... I feel like I need to get a few things off my chest. Let it rip, chill. Tell us what you're thinking. Uh, Word. I I don't believe in, you know, politics. Right. You know what I'm saying? Never thought they were a real thing in my book. Yeah. How do you get into politics? Like, if I want to be a governor? I think literally all you have to do is sign up and get other people to sign up with like for you so it's a popularity contest (laughs) exactly essentially if you can convince enough people to think that you think the same way as they do then yeah they'll be like yeah you go tell other people how we think messenger be our messenger i think that politics is basically just like a live action facebook like you just go around talking to people you don't know really that well and try to convince them that what you're saying means something. Yep. Huh. That makes sense. But I don't uh, enjoy politics. I don't like listening about it, talking about it. Um, I don't I'm like seeing it on the TV. More of a fan of heretics. I have never seen a Harry Potter. Not even one. Well, well they you've don't. never seen Harry Potter? Nope. Me either. Mm-mm. I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies either. I said a Harry Potter book on fire one time. Casting a spell. They, well, that's what I thought. They were out there at near the uh, the university that I didn't attend, but I was you know on campus that day, and they were doing a book burning, and I thought, mm-hmm. this seems like something that should have faded out in the 60s. But it was neither here nor there, and they were they were like, oh, down with the textbooks, and people started throwing <laughs> Bibles in there, and I was like, this is getting out of hand, and so I ran up, and I was like, Harry Potter sucks, and hucked one of them giant books in there. Bro, you would have thought I stabbed a baby. People oh. were like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> Get it out! JK yeah. rolling right in that fire, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude. dude. And then some some lady had a rake and was trying to like rake the Harry Potter book out of the fire. Like I was like, "What are you doing? You're Burnt gonna get burned." <laughs> She's like, "Millions of these on the earth. This Why do you is need precious that one? gold? Have to save the Quidditch." Turns out it was actually J.K. Rowling in there fishing it out. She was like, "Not my book. This hey. is not happening." <clears throat> She's like that guy who has the 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 commercial where he has that one dollar. He's like, "Oh." Oh, yeah. I got your Harry Potter book. It's almost yeah. in the fire. Oh, no, no. I'm J.K. Rowling. Nope. <laughs> Dude, that's 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 heresy, man. That's some witches. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, dude. People don't need to be messing with that magic stuff, dude. Mm, Voodoo's real. Yeah, dude. Them, uh, there's, down in Mexico, there's some witches down there, man. I've seen them. Dude, and, well, like, if you even look at them wrong, they'll come up and touch you. Then you go home and you start... You start like uh, you know, getting Con- sick and stuff. You start converting, and then um, I heard this one story. This one of my sorry. one of my buddies, he was down in Mexico, and uh, this witch fell out of a tree and hit the and like fell out of the tree and got up, came up and touched him, and then he went back to the hotel uh, a few days later, and he has a teddy bear, mm-hmm. and the teddy bear started bleeding. And he cut open the teddy bear, and there was blood in the teddy bear. Dang. And he was like, that witch put a spell on me. Dang. Dude, that would be insane. I'd be terrified if that happened to me. Yeah. Well, there are a few witches that live in our area that are, um, I don't know if they're practicing, you know, or if they're just, you know, former witches. Um, but I had a, uh, I had like a wounded leg one time. Somebody was like, uh, oh, go down there and see Miss Martha down there on the end of First Street. And I was like, what? 
Uh, yeah, there's no it, doctor's office there. Yeah, what doctor's office are you talking about? And they were like, just just go tell Miss Martha what's happening to you, and she'll get you something to fix you up. And I was like, okay. So I did. I went down and knocked on the door of this house. And this lady comes and opens the door, and she was like, tell me what your trouble, son. And I was like, why are you talking like that, Miss Martha? You, you're from here. Yeah. She was like, tell me all your troubles. And I was like, well... My leg's hurting. I was playing basketball, fell, scraped it. Uh, she was like, I got something for you. I was like, okay. She goes out back, comes back to the you know little living room where I was sitting. Or she called it a parlor. And I was sitting on a little antique chair that was far too small for my body. And she said, put this on it three times a day. And I was like, mm. And it was just a little glass like mason jar, like a little tiny one. I was like, what is it? She's like, can't tell ya. And I was like, okay. So I go home and it smells kind of funny and it's just a real clear liquid and I put it on there and it burns real bad, you know. And <laughs> so I asked my mom, I said, what is this? She said, that's rubbing alcohol. Yep. I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. What are you doing? You need peroxide. I was like, hmm. hmm. So the next day I went back, saw Miss Martha. I was like, what? Why'd you give me rubbing alcohol? She's like, come tell me how you trouble, son. I'm like, <laughs> I just for, told she you. She act that, like you she she never forgot knew. who you were. Yeah. Come to find out, she has Alzheimer's. So she has Alzheimer's and just a whole bunch of small mason jars with a lot of rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. So. That's the witch. Yeah. I said original snake oil salesman right there is Myth Martha. Dude, have, y'all, have y'all ever seen a uh, a witch gathering where they get together and they, uh, they do with them? The cauldron? Yeah, they start they start floating a little bit. Dang. And dude, I'm telling you, man, there's there's some things out in this world that uh don't need to be seen. That's one of them or talked about. So I'm gonna stop. Dude, I've never seen a witch levitate, but I have seen uh David Blaine do that a couple times. Bro, and David Blaine I, is it's all just smoke and mirrors, man. Well David Blaine, he could yeah, I don't know how he does it. I don't know if he sold his soul to the devil or what, but I did. I saw him one time. Um, he was off the ground, and it didn't look like there was no string holding him up. Is David Blaine the dude that been swallowing them gerbils? Yeah, the same guy. No, okay. yeah, he swallowed a gerbil that one time, and then he said he had to rebuild his ecosystem, whatever that meant. So he waited like two weeks, and then he ate a goldfish. So for the gerbil. Yeah, I think he had to. I think he had to go in there. Like, I think he had to go in his stomach, like you would go in to build one of those ships in a bottle, and oh, he had to make uh, him a little, you know, a little house for the gerbil first, and then of course, you know, the fish lives in water, so he had to go back in there. And so he's know. got a whole tank in him. Yeah, he had to remodel his intestines. Well, for he that kept eating. That, he ate that gerbil, and then he or he swallowed. He didn't eat it, but then he kept eating newspapers. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, well, gotta have somewhere for that gerbil. For the gerbil. Yeah, he's yeah. gotta stay warm, bro. I'm not gonna just leave him. So, <laughs> that's impressive, man. But he could be a witch. Most definite. Most definitely. Um, I think he was on the Tonight Show the other night, and he was he did that uh he did that trick where uh, he he um you you pick a card you pick a de- you pick a card from the deck. Mm-hmm. And um, then he pulls out a card from his other hand, and he's like, "Is this your card?" And the dude was like, "Yeah." It's like, "What? Dang!" And you have two of the same cards. How like, many yes. cards are there in a deck that are the same? Seven. I don't know. I'm not a gambler. I don't know, man. I think there's two of each. And there's twenty. Did y'all ever play Dutch Blitz? No, I'm not Amish. I cooked in the Dutch oven once. I've never been to the Netherlands. You've never been to the Dutch oven? No, I've never even seen the Dutch oven. You know what it looks like? Like a little casket for midgets. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I might need one. What did you cook in it one time? A full midget. Yikes! That sounds like an. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, a full midget uh, Cornish game hen. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They're yeah. real small chickens. What? So what's up with that? Why are people not just eating regular chicken? Why are they getting other animals that look like chickens and eating them? 
I'm be honest with you, man. I think it's because of how those chickens are treated in the chicken houses. Because yeah. I have a buddy whose family owns one, and he says that uh, you know, whenever they you know get guests to their farm, they just offer them. You know, if you're any type of athlete, you can come here and practice. And they're obviously the people are like, "What in the hell are you talking about? This is a farm. I can't right. come here." But they have apparently a lot of um, Wahala. Uh, school children that come there to practice soccer and they let them kick the chickens around so that's cool that they do that for them but you basically just go in the chicken house and you can kick as many chickens as you want because they're gonna kill them anyway so they're like yeah. you know come in here and yeah. help us get you know help us put them to sleep yeah and re- in reality you're just running around with your you know size 12 doc martin's on trying to knock some heads kicking chickens yeah help us disable some of these chickens right quick yeah, so we come don't in feel here and get that kicking them down oh yeah dude put a i feel like they have that or they have one of those concrete stampers but that one's real real messy mm-hmm. <clears throat> i owned a chicken one time for about 45 minutes i bought it at a flea market traded it for a weed whacker Dude, the a flea market mm-hmm. is a whole nother world. Oh, amen. The barter system doesn't really exist anymore. Dude, you walk into a flea market, it's like you walked into India in mm-hmm. the market there. Yeah. Like, dude, you know you know what's like a Dave & Buster's? You know what the original Dave & Buster's was? Flea market. Pickens Flea Market. That's yeah. what the original Dave & Buster's was. Could you go in there? What can you find? Dude, you, you can, can find any number of things you want. You can find pre-owned it. shampoos. Yeah. VHS tapes that don't work all Antique the way. Antique clock. Antique clocks. Small chairs. Larger chairs. Non-certified puppies. That aren't registered anywhere. Snakes that are barely still alive. S- wounded snakes. Chickens that have been defermented. Shovels that don't have ends on them. Exactly. Hammers that have been used maybe in crimes, maybe not. Who knows? Shoes without shoelaces. Cologne that has been stole from, you know, big marts. Cats. Pocket Hats. watches. Bats and rats. You can find anything you've ever wanted at a flea market. Or you could also find anything that you never knew that you didn't want at a flea market. Dude. Until you see it. If you walk into a flea, I guarantee you you could walk into a flea market and see something you've never, ever seen before in your your entire life. Dude, one time, the first time I walked into Pickens Flea Market, you know what I saw? There was a monkey sitting at the at the entrance taking mm-hmm. tickets yeah number one there's not even tickets to get in yeah. he was sitting there in a michael jordan jersey with a with a pocket watch in his hand and i walked up to him said i didn't have a ticket he looked at me and said it's game time and i said <laughs> i don't know what's going on here but bro that was my entrance into the flea market flea world, markets so. are wild dude there's one guy and it's funny because some people that's their entire living is a flea market they will spend their they don't go to regular jobs they go to the flea market and sell goods or what they consider goods if you've ever in your life wanted a anything made of turquoise you can i guarantee you can find it at a flea market yeah dude how many people are out there just picking up stones and putting them on that table and saying yeah these are five cent a piece come get them right (laughs) yeah this is limestone this is granite yeah god this is the crushing run they put at the entrance (laughs) you can't just pick this up and put it in a jar and try to sell it there was one guy who had really fine gravel in a jar and he said this is space dust from outer space and i was like bro i walked this is some amethyst yeah (laughs) dude and i've never in my life seen a bigger market for for um big lots items that have went out of date yeah Oh, hell yeah, dude. There, there is no end to what you can find at these There are people markets. who shop for their entire week's meals at a flea market. You, I know some big family. Like, I, growing up, I had a, uh, we knew a family that had like four kids mm-hmm. and the mom and dad. So they went to Sam's every week. You know, they had their Sam's grocery run. You can do that same thing at a flea market. You just won't, you know, you come back with more eclectic things. Right. So, random I, items that are probably out of date oh absolutely definitely out of date but you will pay a fraction of the price oh yeah dude and people some people make jobs out of it you know mm-hmm. the people who go around and try to buy stuff and then resell it i saw a uh i saw one fella i i was i was looking around at flea market and we'll we'll go around there periodically just to just to look and you know people watch but the uh the you could sell anything there because we had this fella he had uh logs you know like mm-hmm. pieces of wood and it said antique hickory yeah and it was just pieces of wood well 
I go up and I'm like, man, what is, you know, what is this wood for? Maybe for smoking or something like that. Dude, I get up there. It's literally a tree that had fallen in his yard that was infested with termites. Mm-hmm. He hit it. He hit the tree. It was so frail. He hit it, knocked it into what looked like uh, I don't know, wood chips mm-hmm. and called it antique hickory chips. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to sell someone termite infested hickory wood <laughs> to smoke their meat with. Yeah. <laughs> so they will do anything at a flea market, dude. There's one guy who we're, we're speaking specifically about the Pickens flea market because it's one that we frequent once a year maybe just to kind of get a good laugh but um it's also the one that's closest by but there's one guy who goes to the pickens flea market every week and all he sells is shaving cream and there's never been a time where he sold a fully you know unopened can of shaving cream they're all used i want to hear more about that monkey dude that little monkey he he just imagine the little monkey off of pirates of the caribbean Mm -hmm. and a uh, a newborn size Michael Jordan 23 Chicago Bulls jersey sitting with a little top hat on mm-hmm. yeah, holding dude. a full size golden pocket watch which is about the size of this said monkey's face a Shriner hat I walk up he has yeah. te- he's been taking everyone else's Ticket. tickets yeah. that I don't like know the where dude, they got like Tom Hanks and Polar Express dude yeah, mm-hmm. he, yeah he's sitting there doing that Punching I walk tickets. up to him and I'm like uh, I don't, I don't I'm talking to a monkey at this point, so right. I feel like an idiot. I say, I don't have a ticket. He looks up at me like it's, it's no big deal, and he's like, he looks at his watch, and he looks up at me, and he looks at his watch again. He says, it's game time. That's right. In his little monkey voice, That's and right. I said, yeah. what is going and then on? you know. He said, then come on know. in, get ready, because you're about to, uh, yeah, dude, you're about to get blown away. There's yeah, a dude. guy toward the, uh, he's in the third hall toward the end, but he plays a violin, and he sells, you know, wooden wind instruments that he's yeah. whittled out of a, you know, stump, and he, he will play his violin to kind of entice you, like, oh, who's playing that, you know, violin? And uh, I walked up to him one time, and I saw a little flute, you know, and a little tambourine sitting there, and... uh I uh, I asked him. I said, "What what what kind of instruments are these?" And he said, uh, "He said a, a, <laughs> he said uh, these are flutes." And I said, "Okay." I said, "Did you make them?" He said, "By hand, every one of them." I said, "Sweet." He said, "They're all hundred percent tested." And I thought, well, "Does that mean you've blown into all these flutes with your mouth?" He said, "You got to test them somehow." And I said, Ugh. He said, but I'm germ-free. I was like, no, you're not. No one is germ-free. <laughs> I'm germ-free. They're yeah. certified germ-free, organic yeah, tested. He's like, I disinfected them afterwards. I said, oh, okay, good. What'd you do? He said, I used that little bit of Lysol I had left and wiped them. I was like, this is not what? sanitary. That's not how you do it. I said, okay, well, how much is one of these flutes? Because I thought, oh, I'll give it to, you know, somebody as a stupid, you know, gag gift. Yeah, yeah. And I picked up a flute that was about eight inches long, and, and it was... Uh, it looked like a recorder. Yeah, imagine. it looked like a wooden recorder that he had whittled. And uh, I said, well, how much is this one? He said, let me look at it. Held it up. He said, that was 68 bucks. I was like, what? What? I could buy a guitar from Walmart for $68. Guillotine. That would come with an amp. <laughs> And this guy was trying to make his whole, you know, he tried to make whole his whole salary. Paycheck. Yeah, on one recorder that he had. With Bro, him. I went to the flea market the other day and I found a guillotine for lizards. Oh, a guillotine just for lizards. For lizards bro. That's not surprising though. I was like, yo, I could. All right, so I want to read you this caption here from Coach Lyles one eight two. It says, "Come out to the Walmart in Seneca and buy some chocolate from me." To support the Hajaz Shriners, who support the Shriners Hospital for Children, on the grocery side. God bless. Okay, well, let's unpack this. First of all, there's what's the difference between a Shriner and a Mason? The hat. The hat. Okay, so Shriners support children's hospitals. That's great. That's good. Th- that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. Ninety-eight percent of the Freemasons right now have never laid a brick. Not one. No, a bunch of a bunch of them are fat, 
white guys who have laid a ton of hefty bricks in the toilet. Yep. But ain't not one of them ever laid a mason brick. Mm-mm. That's right. So continue. I don't think that Freemasonry should be a thing. It's a cult. Let's, first, let's call it what it is. It's a cult. Somebody who hears this is probably going to chime in and tell us that we're wrong, but are we? Yeah, Freemasonry isn't a cult. We're not racist. Dude. Dudes. Speaking of chiming in, it is time for viewer fan mail here on your boys' podcast. Uh, this is when we listen to you guys, uh, what you have sent in to us, because uh, we appreciate the fans and what y'all do for us. Um, so uh, if you want to send us your love or your hate or your support or your joy or just, you know, a couple just, bucks. Yeah, dude, if you want to call in and just roast us, go ahead, too. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're welcome. Yeah, I mean, we, we just want to get it. Yeah, we, we, we roast each other. Involved. But yeah, so uh, let's get it. Let's get it popping. Your boys fan mail here at your boys podcast. This is Brenda coming in to your boys podcast. I love listening to you guys. You're so dang funny. And I love how you make me laugh. I also love when you sing songs because Trey has a beautiful voice. And those king boys can get real, real low. It makes me feel good down in my soul to listen to you boys. Love y'all. Thank you for calling in to your boys podcast. Uh, hey y'all, this is, uh, this is Rick calling in, um, I just want to let you guys know, I mean, y'all, y'all just, y'all know what you're doing, I mean, I, I've listened to about 30 podcasts, you know, through my whole life, and this one's probably the, probably the funniest, so I just want to let you guys know, uh, I mean, keep doing what you're doing, you know, uh. When times get tough, you just you just got to push through, you know. Uh, I mean, I was, you know, back in the day, I, you know, I, I, I didn't have a home or nothing, you know. And my, you know, I, I, I know I went through the struggle, you know. I had to work for myself. I had to, you know, get a job. And I got four kids, and, you know. I just, you just got to push through, you know what I'm saying. But, you know, God will provide, and uh, you just got to stay faithful. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you guys, you know, if you, if your viewership's, you know, getting low, just push through, you know, um, because the tiger always, always finds his food. You know what I'm saying? You always gotta, you always, you always gotta just, you know, find that hunger in you, you know, and I lived in the teepee for a while and, um, you know, I know the struggle, but the motto is, you know, the blood on the wall is always thicker. When you, when you, um, when you, when you putting it on, uh, so always, uh, you know, find that, find that, uh, mentality, you know what I'm saying? Hashtag for real though. Thank you for calling in to your boys podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever digital music is streamed. for calling in to your boys podcast check us out on instagram and twitter as well hey this is uh this is tim calling into your boys podcast uh i was looking to try and sell my tractor it's about 
four years old now. Uh, nothing wrong with it. Uh, just put a new engine in it, so uh, I'm uh, 6,000, you know, or OBO, best offer. And uh, I need to get it off my hands quick. I need to make some money, uh, buy some more, uh, you know, some more uh, corn. And, uh, yeah, so uh, give me a call, OBO, uh, 4,000, new tractor. Thank you for listening to your boys' podcast. Oh, we getting trolled. Oh, for sure. He's that also that one guy. I think he's trying to call a flea market. I don't think he's. <laughs> Man, what's yeah. up? Like with, okay, so like, I was on Tinder the other day, right? <clears throat> and I matched with this girl. I don't usually look at their bios. Well, I usually just look at that first pick, and usually I can tell from that first pick, you know, if I want to swipe left or right. You know, I, I'm not about going through, you know, looking at every picture, your definition, you know, what do you want from this? You want kids later? What's your ethnicity? All that stuff. I'm just right off the bat, you know, either I know or I don't. Mm-hmm. And so we matched, and I, and, and I checked out her bio, and it was like, I am a real girl. Call me for good time. And it just made me think about like how obvious you can pick up on people that aren't real. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I could fool somebody. Like it'd be easy to do this. Oh, I think so. I think a telltale sign of someone who's not real is if they say I'm real. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) And like, that's the first red flag. Or like you get in spam mail and it's like, congratulations you won a million dollars i ain't falling for that i got an email the other day that was spam and it said uh it said joe biden was is who it was from and it said please read so i opened it and it said tell donald trump to release his tax returns we want to see him i was like damn it dude no one cares he's like i've been releasing my tax return 21 years bro no one knows how to convert Ukrainian money. So yeah. it doesn't matter what you release. So stop it. <laughs> Listen here, Dirty Joe. Dirty he, does remind, he does remind me of a, uh, a great uncle, like a weird great uncle that you don't see a lot. You see him at Thanksgiving, and he's always trying to rub on your niece. Yeah. But yeah, you know, he never, he never uh, rubbed on the, the boys. Yeah. But, man, he was a weird he's dude a rubber. With, the, with the kids, though. I hate it he's when... A, he's a weird fella. I feel like if everybody kind of has a family member like that, and I don't think that we have an uncle like that, but we definitely have some extended family who's weird like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, one time there was a family member that we had, and we were at a, you know, it was a large gathering, and I heard him telling, you know, another older family member, he was like, man, little Tiffany's niece is going to go up and be a cute girl. Uh, Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ, brother. Bro. Maybe let's not talk about that, Uncle Hef. You yeah, know? come on, Hef boy. You are just blossoming, young girl. Yeah, dude. Anytime, yeah. Anytime you hear an older fella say that, it's it's automatically weird. Yeah, dude. Stop. Yeah. You use different verbiage. What's going on there, what man? What the hell are you doing, Jesus. buddy? What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, soldiers. It's time for your training. World War Three is underway. We will now be drafting by uh, last name, last name first, name then the middle. There you go. Please show up at uh, Buddy King's basement for further evaluation. We go give you a physical. I don't think Fat David's gonna make it. No, man, there's a... He's got webbed feet. Anybody goes. I don't feel like Trump would, like, give you a pass just because you're a little, you know, a little overweight. No, no, no. Not y'all. Trump's sending anybody. Yeah. I could drive a tank. No, dude. Trump, look, 
Trump ain't even playing. Trunk. I know we. Trunk. <laughs> dude, I know we said that. Uh, you know this podcast wasn't going to be about politics, but man, Trunk ain't playing, dude. He'll freaking shoot a bomb right at your mom if you want. He don't care. It's not about politics. This is nope. current events, brother. Yeah. You know, we ain't trying to sway you. Oh well, he didn't inform the Democrats that he was going to shoot Soleimani. Yeah, he didn't inform Soleimani. Oh, that's either. how you say it, Soleimani. Outcast said it best. Bombs over Baghdad. You know, whatever. Bombs right. over Baghdad. Yeah. 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 DuckTales. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a TV in here. We could watch DuckTales while we did this, but we don't. Hit him with that. Allah Akbar. That's what calms me down sometimes, you know. Just watch a little DuckTales to you know, take the edge Yeah, off. so <clears throat> if you were to get drafted in, what branch would you serve under? What, <laughs> what branch would you serve under Trunk? Mm, I'd probably try to be in, like, the Salvation Army, you know, so I could just ring that bell whenever yeah. things is, you know, whenever we need some money. Get a few dollars. Yeah, wait a minute. Hold yeah. up. Yeah. Hold, Connect, up, hold up now. Collecting the donations yeah. here. We need new guns. Ding, I'm ding, doing ding, the ding, best ding, I can ding, ding. out here, man. I don't know why I'm wearing a Santa suit in July, but whatever. On Thank the y'all front line, boy. Yeah. Iraqi Walmart. <laughs> well, if they do draft, they're probably going to pick up, you know, Corky. That's the thing. Why aren't we drafting sex offenders immediately? Yeah, I think that's what we've been doing. Oh. I don't, don't know, man. T- uh, what is it? Don't don't, look, don't, don't tell. ask. Don't tell. Yeah. That's the whole that's why they love it. They think it means something else. Yeah. They're just keeping a secret. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know if uh, if a lot of people know that, but those are probably some of the worst secret keepers I've ever met. Yes. That guy at the Westminster Rec that had that, uh, you know, blonde mullet. Mm-hmm. Bro, every time I went in there, there was a loose child running around. He was like, hey, you want to give Uncle Tony a hug? I'm like, Jesus, bro. No, Calm thanks. down. Stop it. No, little Tammy doesn't want to give you a hug. Little Tamitha. Tabitha. Little Tamiflu don't want to give you a hug, bro. I think I'd join uh, probably like the Care Force. <laughs> yeah. Just to, uh, you know, like you. Yeah. Or the. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I could see me doing that, man. Just you know, them popping me up full of fur or whatever. Putting a star on my belly couple rainbows here and there yeah no 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 rainbows okay just a star yeah some like blue clouds or something behind me i get that dude that's intimidating though yeah what if dude what if instead of you know army fatigues they gave everybody like a care bear costume yeah. i mean imagine <laughs> you know you're a little you're a you know you're a sand devil sitting out there in the sand you see the horizon and here comes a you know fat Santa with a bucket and a purple Care Bear with an AK forty seven coming at you. <laughs> I think we should do that. I think we should change out the uh, military uh, garb and give yeah. them Care Bear you know costumes instead. Dude, just imagine being that guy. You know, who's like, gonna shoot a Care Bear? To be honest, yeah, that's my <laughs> yeah. thing. You know, they said. Uh, you're just sitting there. You know, you're on your outpost. You're like, man, I gotta watch this. You see that coming over the horizon. Bro, you come on a pale white horse, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Dog, he came on a donkey, yeah. and it was a Care Bear. He brought <laughs> hell with him. <laughs> so. Dude, you know, leading up the pack, the, you know, the gravy seals. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy, just a bunch of husky fellas, yeah. you know, coming in in jet skis. <laughs> dude, I could just imagine a bunch of fat guys <laughs> gliding through the ocean, jumping like oh, dolphins, yeah. just on their chest, just <laughs> burr, burr. Check this out. That's we got it, backup dude. boys. They just just keep doing this thing where you seals. do a circle and you, and you push your thing under. You go halfway into the water and you come out. And yeah, she's <laughs> over there making waves, not doing anything. They're just living out their wave racer sixty four dreams. I think, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If it all goes south, though, the gravy seals they have a good job as you know, getting in a swimming pool full of clothes and being a washing machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we could do that, dude. I think we could form a you know a tiny <laughs> militia, you know, in the south, just the south. Oh, yeah, and handle easily. a good bit of the world's problems. Yes. That's I ain't I mean. talking about some good old boy with their, you know, squatted truck. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about these guys who are like, uh, you know, come take my guns. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got them, so let's use them. Yeah. Makes sense. Let's share them. Yeah. You know, I ain't got a whole lot of guns. If you got a lot of guns, I'd love one. I mean, if you could spare it. Yeah. It's not hot. I've always thought about that, though. If I did get in a confrontation, like in a, you know, 
in a close in a quarters. Yeah, if I got in a conflict in close quarters, I'd always have one bullet in my pocket, right? And I'd be standing across from my enemy, and I'd just you know kind of toss him that bullet. I tell him the next one's coming faster. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Time out. Let me load my musket. Hold on. Yeah. Five minutes later. I think a lot of the. <laughs> Damn it, I missed again. Hold on, hold on. I gotta reload. Everybody calm down. I think, though, a lot of the uh, the world's problems could be solved if we, instead of resorting to war right away, if we just got together and said, all right, let's have a country versus country paintball battle and see who wins. Oh, man. At the end of that, dude, you're going to be laughing and splitting a you know, Little Caesar's pizza with those guys. You're going to forget why you're fighting. Yeah. Instead of splitting each other's heads, you're yeah. splitting a Little Caesar's pizza at the end. Right. Amen. You know, and some two-liter Pepsis that your mom dropped off. Cracking down a couple cold ones, you know. Yep. I went to a uh, dinner party recently, and um, for those people who are listening who have watched Seinfeld, this is a Seinfeld reference, but we were going to a dinner party, and they were like, uh, what should we bring? You know, what can we bring? And they're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. We got everything. Nowadays, dude, people are showing up with, like, wines, you know, showing up with extra food. I said, let's just stop by and get a two-liter Pepsi. <laughs> just one single Pepsi. Everybody who I was with looked at me like I was stupid, and I was like, I guarantee you no one else is walking in, sitting down a two liter of Pepsi in the middle of the nope. table. Nope. What's up? While y'all drinking all that wine, I'm going to drink some delicious Pepsi <laughs> yeah. that I brought. You're welcome. Yeah. Also, it hasn't been refrigerated, so this is a store shelf warm Pepsi. This is a front of Little Caesars been sitting in the sun for two weeks, Pepsi. Yeah. You know, the sun just coming through. Little Caesars are like tinted windows, so, it, you know. Nah. No, 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 Dude, no, no. Make those, make that Pepsi so freaking airtight that it's, when you hand it to the customer, it's like a little bomb. <laughs> it <laughs> might go off in their hands yeah. if they mess up. A little up. pipe bomb. If their little hand's pipe. real cold, this could go bad. <laughs> go, go sideways <laughs> real <Yeah>. quick. <laughs> but uh, we ended up taking some, uh, you know, fruitcake, I think, instead of a Pepsi, which seemed like a much worse choice, but... What's the weirdest thing I've ever taken to a dinner party? Box of Cheez-Its. Ragu. Two-liter jug of Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Box of Cheez-Its. Now, look, everyone loves cheese. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's the thing, man. You can dump them out in a bowl and just sit them out. Yeah. And there you go. There's your appetizer. Yeah. That is a good appetizer. It's not even a bad thing to take to a... Yeah. No. Now, I went to a dinner party one time where they just had a bunch of different salsas and spoons. I saw one. Well, it's kind of the same way. They brought, brought a box of cheese. Hmm. Velveeta cheese, just a box, sat it on the counter. Like <laughs> They expect you to bring your own dipple. I guess. They expect you to bring your own damn crock pot, I guess. Well, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, the oh, cheese up for we me. got a delicious uh, cheese wheel in the fridge in there. Will you set that out? Like, I'm looking for <laughs> it, looking for it. And it's just a open square of Velveeta cheese. I'm like... <laughs> Is this what you're talking about? And they're like, yeah, yeah, just put the Triscuits out with it. I'm like, this is not how you eat it, by nope. the way. You know? oh, just imagine that. Oh, yeah, so people were eating it, and then they were just too nice to tell them this sucks. You got some water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think some people do that so no bathrooms will be used at their house. But No, I, I wouldn't be good in the military. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, dude, if you can't handle eating a Triscuit, you wouldn't make it out there. They yeah, say eating the Triscuits about the same as, you know, walking about seven days in the desert with no water. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, sleeping out in the, uh, sleeping in the desert with no tent. With your mouth open. You wake up and your mouth is open. Yeah. You thought you just had a Triscuit. Thought you just had one Triscuit. Yeah. And little did you know, your mouth was open 12 hours while you slept. Yeah. yeah. Far too long might have had to be in war, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think that uh, I would make it in war, to be honest. I don't think I would be a good soldier because I don't like, I mean, I don't like people screaming at me. I don't know Listen, let's just call it what it is. A lot of the people who are signing up for the military ain't the sharpest cats. Some of them are, some of them ain't. But I think some of them need that discipline where they're like, uh, you know, I need somebody screaming at me to yeah. get my job done. Yeah. I don't need that. If somebody screams at me, I'm probably going to just, you know, uh, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm hop on my See car you guys and tomorrow. Ride out. <laughs> I'll be back when you have a better attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I could totally. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be good at war. I think I could frame a house with some triscuits. 
King, you need to get your stuff together. I'm like, you need an attitude adjustment. <laughs> you need to calm down and stop yelling, mister. We're not even fighting. Yeah. Why are you so aggressive all the time? Yeah, this isn't wartime. He's like, yeah, it is. You got drafted. That's why you're here. Mm. Oh. Well, I don't see no war, so. <laughs> <laughs> you think Dude, you could like... build a house out of Triscuits? What? I feel like I could build a model home of my apartment out of Triscuits. And... Put it in that'd be kind of tough. Small block of white cheese. <laughs> nah, dude, it'd be good. More kind of cheese? White cheese. Oh, dude, like the uh, people that make... Uh, that, would you make know, that would be the refrigerator. Yeah, they make scale models out of, the, out of like yeah. the Superdome. Yeah, my my apartment's probably, what, 500 square feet? Yeah. Make it, you know, 50 square centimeters. <laughs> what's up with That's people what I'm start doing. making... Uh, Trisket glue. Yeah, what's up with people making the tiny versions of, like, Full meals. Everything. Oh, yeah, I've seen those videos. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Don't they feed them to rats? Now, that, I would watch that. But I don't think they do. I think they just make it, take a picture of it, throw it in the trash. We ain't going to eat it. Well, you flick it. <laughs> dude, flick have it you in. seen how small they are? Yeah. I know they look huge on that video, dude. No. It's like the size of a dime. A yeah, crumb. they're making them with needles and yeah. used ones. <laughs> I'm done with dinner. Flick. Clean your dishes. Nope. Flicked it against the wall. What is this, a Dave and Buster's, Jeremy? <laughs> Stop um, making the tiny food, Mom, and I won't flick it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, they uh, they bombed that guy, and he's dead. <laughs> yep, so. That's a fact, Jack. I think they, he was driving a, wasn't he driving a, uh, wasn't he driving a Chevy down the road? Yeah, he was in his convoy in the Chevy Equinox. Yeah, and they hit him with that airstrike real quick. It was like Minesweeper, though. He, he, they missed a few times. That's the way to do it, though, if you're going to do it as an airstrike. Mm-hmm. I think, because it's just a wide berth of death raining down, you know. I do think about that sometimes, man. I think, what would you do if you were just cruising down 85 in your truck and you saw some you know, missiles flying through you the sky? You saw a bright light. Yeah. That's it. Then then that's it. Yeah. Then you're toast. That would suck. I think about that sometimes, man. Like if I was just cruising, I saw a couple, you know, scuds go whipping through the air. But uh oh. Let's you know, go well, somewhere. That's, yeah, that's the good thing about um kind of where we're at. If they did anything, it might be you know I doubt any foreign country would ever try to invade America because, you know, we got guns. Literally everyone, especially down south. So yeah. Um, and if y'all do invade America, start with California. Yeah. Anybody yeah. listening to this that can actually understand it, that wants to invade America, start with California. Easy. Easy pickings. Dude, I feel like you could just put in, you know, you could hit them with probably like three or four missiles right at their state line and they might just bust off. Bro, you crack could it shoot a California like a with a Nerf dart and they would think they got shot with a real gun. Oh, yeah. dude. Just some soft little, you know, hush puppies out there. Nah, dude, that's a perfect hush puppy. Speaking of that, y'all had any uh, y'all had any hush puppies lately? Man, the last good <laughs> hush puppy I had was over there at uh, what's that place called that we went and got some seafood at one time? But I didn't never eat seafood, so I ate ham. Big, the big swamp guinea, guinea. crab. Big swamp guinea. The big, big swamp, swamp guinea. guinea. What is a guinea? It's like a bird. Guinea pig. What's a guinea? What's a swamp guinea? Is a guinea a guinea pig with wings? They look like um, muskrats. What's the state bird? Wombat. Cardinals. Cardinal. It looks like a cardinal. Like a red cardinal? No. Do you have to say it like that? I can't say it any other way than guinea. guinea. I try to say it in a dip. Guinea. I can't. It just do comes it. out the same. Ooh. Can't I, I? don't like the way I say that word. I wish I could say it different, but yeah, yeah. We went there. Um, that Brunswick stew, man. Oh, bro, like lighter fluid for your butt. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, the military. No hush puppies. <laughs> hush puppies. <laughs> talking about hush puppies. Maybe they need a trumpeter. Oh, bro! I bet he's drafting some little. Uh, What's his kid's name? That's the other thing. You know, we were talking about, you know, back in the day, you know, the Revolutionary War, Civil Wars and stuff, where they lined up to fight. 
What's up with them sending out like the musicians first? First, <laughs> just cause. Well, I think that yeah, his little snare. Yeah, he's just gonna let everybody know, hey, war's coming. Here they are. War Play your battle song. Line up. How about we just fight and get it over with? But I think it's a whole uh, day thing. I think if we did some war, we should lead in with. God, I yeah, start shooting my friends. <laughs> Did I shoot anybody that was moving? If yeah, I, if I listen yeah, to that. Yeah. I'm shooting. Uh, Josh and I experienced something pretty funny this week at work that you might get a kick out of. Trey, uh, we work with a gentleman who is a uh, guy, and he came to our office and he said, uh, "Hey, do you guys have a live trap?" And you're familiar with the live traps, aren't you, Trey? Nope. Yeah, you are. If anybody knows us, knows that we don't have live traps. Yeah, well, we don't, we don't carry uh, those. We, we don't, don't keep them with us. Oh, traps. And um, so we told him, no, we don't have a live trap. And I said, you got a uh, animal you need to catch, you know? And he said, uh, yeah, I got a, I got a possum or a raccoon living in my house. <laughs> and uh, in his house. Yeah. With him. And so I immediately laughed, and I said, in the house, huh? He said, yeah, it's just it's been pooping everywhere, and it just stinks in there. And I was like, man, that sounds terrible. And it's like a bad affliction to have. He said, I thought I had a rat. He said, but uh, it turns out I found like a you know five-inch long green poop in there. And, oh, no. <laughs> and I said, I don't know if you have a you know a possum or a sick child a living toddler. in your house. <laughs> And, you got a uh, feral kid living in there. Yeah. You got just little, little Donnie from the Wild Thornberries living in your <laughs> freaking <laughs> living room. <laughs> and so, uh, unfortunately, I don't think anyone had a live trap. And so he uh, he came in and the next day, and I said, well, did you catch your animal? And he said, uh, almost. And I said, uh-oh. He said, I sat a bowl of food out there on the porch. He said, uh, you know. You know, I left a door open. He said, and I crept around the house, you know, barefooted, and and I looked out there on the porch, and there he was eating. And he said, "Oh man, I got him." Well, then he saw me, and he ran back in the house. <laughs> and I said, "Really?" He wasn't sneaky enough the first time. He said, "Yeah, got to try yeah. again." And so uh, he said, uh, "So then I waited about fifteen minutes." He said, and I, "This time I crept through the house." He said, "And I saw him out there eating again." So I shut the door real quick. Now he was outside. I was like, "Good, I got him." Mission he accomplished. Said, he said, I turned around to go sit back down. There was two of them standing there looking at me. Uh, Mission impossible. <laughs> he, said, he said, they was looking at me like I was in their house. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, can we help you, sir? Yeah. He said, they wasn't scared or nothing. They didn't run off. He said, so now I got a family of raccoons living in my spare bedroom I don't use. He said, I think they're coming up through the vents. I said, well, what'd you do after that? I went to bed at 11.30. I said, I'm tired. Yeah. So him and his house guests, I guess, are still bunking up. Yeah. Man, Dude, he could but... easily make about 45 bucks a night from Airbnb from those raccoons. Yeah. So all yeah. he's got to do is just sign up, yeah. become a host, you know? He needs to start charging them. Yes, Either that or they're going to start charging him, yeah. you know? <laughs> we need a bigger bucket of food. <laughs> Bring more food. There's more mouths to feed. Had another litter. Can't raise these babies by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a you bad know, if I uh, to be in. if I saw a uh, you know a pregnant lady on a bus or something, you know, if I found myself on a bus and I saw a pregnant lady, I'd probably give her my seat. Would you guys give up your seat to let? Oh, her, let um, her? uh, aisle. No, nah, Trey wouldn't. Window? Nah. I would give it, it up. A, it's an aisle seat. <laughs> Unless it was a teen mom, and if it was like a, you know, 16 and pregnant, you need you to stand done there. enough yet. Yeah, you need to stand there and think about what you did. Dude, you still, you when you turn 18 and pregnant, that's when you can sit down at my seat. Stop. Even you got all the energy in the world. You drink a Mountain Dew, you and that baby will be doing flips. He'll be doing flips inside of you. You'll be doing flips off this damn bus. You'll be fine. You're 16. Drink a Monster and call it a day. Smoke a cigarette. Yeah, baby smoke you a Newport while you drink your Monster Zero because that's helping. Well, it'll help the baby too. I'm pretty sure. Who knows? Man. I'm not a doctor though, so don't I can't take my stand advice. Seeing that dude, it just 
it frustrates me, man, to no end to see these youngsters, man, out there getting pregnant. And look, don't don't get it twisted. It's not all the mom's fault. There was a gentleman, you know, not. There was a boy involved. It's just as much his fault, you know. Yeah, dude, kids these days got to tighten up, man. Kids these days are just out there doing whatever they want to. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sex, apparently, is what they want to. I mean, goodness gracious. I can't. Whew. I'm going to get off on a tangent here in a minute and start shouting. And it ain't going to be good. Dude, if you're out there and you're, you know, you're a 15-year-old kid and you're thinking about, I got all this stuff I can do now. I'm 15. You know, maybe maybe not start off with sex, with sex or cocaine first. Yeah. You know. Maybe start off with you know you sneak a you sneak a beer, you know you don't you don't just go full bore and have a kid. Ringy, ringy, got a kid, dude. He turned sixteen, got his driver's license. Next thing you know, he popped out a youngin. Yep, he went from a mean tom to a teen mom. (laughs) Went from Jeremy in the eleventh grade at West Oak to dad. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Every other weekend, Dad. Man, listen, dude. It's just trash, man. If you if you fifteen or sixteen having children, man, you a uh you a trash kid, dude. And you were probably raised by trash. And I know that you might not be able to help your circumstances, but you know you, uh, you need to be better with your life. Yeah, calm down. Stop stop sinning. Stop it. You know what? Put that baby up for adoption. Let somebody who wants a child raise it. Don't screw up its life because you screwed up your life. Yep, bro. For, I'll freaking smite somebody if I have to, dude. I don't even. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> what the hell else seen, are we talking about? Well, have you guys <laughs> ever seen a mite? A dust mite? <laughs> have you ever seen a dust mite? <laughs> bro, I dust might kill that kid if they have another one. Dust mite. <laughs> New Spider-Man. Villains. Ooh. Captain Copper. Count Chocula. He's just made of copper. And his power is he can see your aches and pains and heal you. Yes. Just by giving you one of his copper sleeves for $19.99. Yes. And his his sidekick is uh, Brett Favre. Yep. They call him the the pack. They call him Copper Man and Favre. Copper, no, Copper it's Captain Copper. Captain Copper and, and the Packer. Captain. Ooh. What's his theme song sound like? Captain Copper, I can see you over there aching. <laughs> I see you pain. I see you moaning slightly when you wake up. Gonna get you. I see you pain. Maybe he's a superhero. You know when it's about the rain. Uh, He'll be a villain. He could be a superhero. He's a villain that turns good. worse. Okay. Dude, I, he was a villain. He started off stealing copper, and then he went to the good side and just bought copper and made it yeah, into he met, he met the pack. people's elbows and he knees. He met the pack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, he met, <laughs> they made yeah, a cute dude, little dude, commercial he, together. Yep. He met Brett Fart and had a, had a good little <laughs> good little run with him. So that, I think that's an easy uh, battle there for Spidey. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Spider-Man was off the rip. Destroy that guy thing. Or befriend him, you know, and maybe solve some problems together. What about... <laughs> I think... I can't believe Mr. Clean hadn't became a villain in a, you know, Marvel oh, dude, movie. Dude, he yet. is. He's, uh, he's, um... His alter ego is, uh... Dr. Evil. Is, uh... No, nah, Mr. <laughs> uh, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Thought we all do that. Oh. <laughs> that was a given. Uh... That that blue dude from uh, Watchmen. Oh, dude, I, Mr. Clean is all three of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how he does it's, it. He's Mr. Clean Monday through Friday. Yeah, yeah. The and then on the weekends he hosts a game show as uh, Howie Mandel. <laughs> He's busy, man. But I think he could be a good villain. You know, just no running clean. around, just cleaning up everybody's messes and being angry about <laughs> it. Yeah, dude. dude, he's pretty. He's pretty jacked though. Oh, he's got that wicked earring, t- yeah. too. I mean, you don't see that very often. People making, you know, little cartoons as mascots that are, you know, built. Right. Mm-mm. Usually they're just kind of, you know, fun, chunky. Well, and I think cute. that, uh, you know, once Arm and Hammer came out and it was, uh, you know, 
the arm with the hammer, and that arm was kind of, you know, lifted. It was jacked. I think. uh oh, shredded. Yeah, I think old Mr. Clean's like, I better get in the gym. Yeah. And he did. I better get rid of this cat, you know, donate it to somebody and get in the gym. Get rid of this hairless cat and get yeah. my act together. I think that's probably what happened, man. He he was Dr. Evil to begin with, you know, just kind of milling about, not doing any good for anybody. He thought, you know what? I got to step my game up. Arm and Hammer's, you know, coming in hot, started lifting, right? Became Mr. Clean, started doing good, started cleaning up for people. Took a little too far, started shooting some tests. Now he's Lex Luthor, you know, in a wheelchair. There you go. So shot so much test he lost his legs. Boom. I saw a guy one time shot his legs off with a firework. Dang, both of them? Well, one at a time, but yeah. In separate accidents, which was well, you know that was the crazy part. Figured maybe after the first time he stopped messing around with fireworks. But yeah. whatever. Jason Pierre Paul. <laughs> blowing your damn fingers off. Dude, I'm pretty sure the reason why Mr. Clean got clean, funny enough. Uh, it was because he went to a Tony Robbins conference after he was Dr. Evil. <laughs> so, dude, apparently at those Tony Robbins conferences, you just, you know, 180, whatever you are. You could do anything. Apparently. Tony Robbins. According to Tony Robbins, you can. Yeah. And he brought Dr. Evil to, you know, now where he is, being Mr. Clean. Or Luthor, sorry. Somebody. Maybe he didn't do so good. Maybe he needs to go back to another conference. Yeah. Man. It's so Raven. It's the future I can see. Oh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be a good villain. Yeah. Like. She'd just talk him to death. Yeah. No, that's by that um, Timmy Turner kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Hey! Hey! The place! What were we talking about? Let's go way, 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 way back. We're talking about people who were getting drafted and uh, changing out the army fatigues with Care Bear costumes. And they only have, yeah, yeah. So we have the, the Gravy Seals, the Care Force, uh, Salvation Army, and uh, the uh, the Toast Guard. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the Toast Guard. Yeah, toast yeah guard. guarding that toast. Just making sure nobody's having a stroke. Y'all smell toast? I feel like this could be probably a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of like The Replacements. Yes. You know, There's one principle. more branch, and I can't think of it. Uh, it's not the Navy. It's the, not important. Uh, well. No, that's the Gravy Seals. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry, uh, sorry. We can't just call it the Gravy. Right. We could. That'd just be a bunch of Or we could fat. go with the Lazy Seals. Nah. I like Gravy Seals better. Uh, let's see. We got uh, the... The... Uh, the um, Who's what the, branch are the warmongers? Who's those dudes that really brag about their branch? Like, oh, you know, in this branch, man, you know, we're so much better than y'all. I feel oh. like they say every one of them. <laughs> True, except I don't think the Coast Guard. The, nobody yeah. brags about being in the Coast Guard. I don't think they know they're on the same team. <laughs> yeah, so they're all. <laughs> oh, you thinking of the National Guard? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Forgot about them. Them weekenders. Yes. I mean. Come on, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, better get I'm ready. serving. About, about to be international guard. You're going yeah. to war, friend. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of green beanie weenies. Yeah. Bunch of I think that's a branch, ain't it? The green beanie weenies. <laughs> you thinking of the ROTC. Sorry, the JROTC. Yeah, the JROTC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's hard to make it to the ROTC. Yeah, calm down. Ain't nobody in the JROTC in the actual military. So no. anybody, don't get offended by that. That's people and if who you did, weren't good if you, at sports. Yeah, if you were in the JROTC and you are in the military now, thank you for your Yeah, service. you either had to choose between that or gym. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you had to go to gym or the ROTC. Like, so it was like, uh, basically, we're going to play basketball today, guys. Do you all want to play basketball with people who can play or you want to play with people who don't know the rules and also don't have a basketball? Who just loved to run so go with out the ball and never dribble it, you know? Oh, I hated that. <laughs> I still do that, though. Dude, I've never met somebody dribble a basketball less than a JROTC <laughs> student playing yeah. basketball. <laughs> yeah. I love when you had to do or stuff Khabib. with them. <laughs> like when I <laughs> – Oh, yeah, that was terrible. I remember uh, one time, dude, we, we went to uh, to the field, which was just the football field, and they were like, all right, we're just going to hang out out here today. Everybody's like, okay, and JROTC kids were walking around sniffing the grass and like making sure everything was okay, making yeah. sure there weren't any landmines out there. Doing circles were. around like Jericho. Yeah, and they were just, you know, walking around it. And The one darker head 
kid, he laid on the ground and put his ear to the ground. Yeah. And said he was listening for, you know, footsteps. Yeah, Whole British. class. What? <laughs> Jesus. He Talk popped up, it. middle of class, at the British are coming. We were like, come on, guy. Put him, back in, easy. That, put him back in that padded classroom. Somebody <laughs> put him back in U.S. history. <laughs> so I don't think that uh, ROTC is a good thing for you to do in school. You should sign up for gym, man, just to see. Go to gym. If you're not good at it. You just know, wait and join the Army after you graduate. Yeah, go to the band. You know what? Hey, I'm not good at sports. All right, go get in a band. All right, I don't know how go to play, play an instrument. instrument. Go get in chorus, dude. Go you sing, sing, dog. Yeah. Even if you're not good at singing, you can sing in a choir. <laughs> but one of the hardest jobs I think you could have as a teacher is being a middle school chorus teacher. Oh, I can attest to that, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, we had one chorus teacher some, was. Yeah, she had some angry. waffle cone. Like, I think she used waffle cones for her bra. Just imagine all the voice changes you have to deal with on a week-to-week basis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, all right, we got you over here, little Susie. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah. You still want me over here, Miss Burst? Yeah. No, never mind. Yeah, you go You're get with base the now. boys. <laughs> Bro, we had a homosexual one. Then just imagine People teaching think we're how bad. to sing. Nay, me, mom. Moo! Yeah, everybody was like, moo, gay. <laughs> Made me my boo. Bro, and this is a true story. He got in trouble for making buttons, like, uh, you know, buttons that you, you know. And he was going to a, I don't know if it's a rally or what they call it, like a gay people meetup. But his buttons had a picture of Britney Spears on it and it said, Queers for Spears. Kid you not, that's a true story, dude. He got reprimanded for it. With pleasure. <laughs>